series that we've called The Hand of God. And today, uh, the theme is God with us. And so we're going to be talking about God with us today. And, uh, and so, you know, the hand of God stands to reason if where the hand of God is where God is. And, you know, Jesus came to this earth to be with us. And when he left, the Bible says, hey, I'm going to give the Holy Spirit to you to be with you. God, the Holy Spirit, is still here on this earth, and thank Jesus for that. Amen? And if you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ today, it's your day. I'm here to tell you that you need to, because they'll change and rock your world. And so what I want to do is I want to start out with Isaiah chapter 41, And it says this, I want to read it, it says, Do not be afraid, for I am with you. How many of you have experienced fear before? Do you know that every one of us in this room experienced fear? It comes knocking at our door, isn't that right, Star? And it comes knocking, but you know, we have a choice in the matter of whether accepting it, receiving it, and cooperating with fear. Notice here, it says, Do not be afraid. That tells me that we can, when fear comes, we have a choice whether to accommodate it or not. God's not given us a spirit of fear. And now notice here, it says, do not be afraid for I am with you. Thank God that God's with us. And let me tell you, God's creator. God's God. And if he be for us, who could be against us? Why should we be concerned about anything or anyone if God is with us? So notice here, do not be afraid, for I am with you. Do not be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, and I will help you. It goes on to say, I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. And so the hand of God on your life will hold you up, sustain you, help you. It will carry you over into whatever he wants you to do in life. That's good news, guys. And so that's, this morning, what I want you to see is why is it, why is it that God came to be with us? Yes, Isaiah spells out a number of things, but I want to give you just three quick things of why God came here on this earth, Jesus Christ came to this earth, God the Son came to this earth, why he came to be with us. Number one, to serve us. Many people don't understand that. But he came here to serve you and I. The creator, the God, the heavens of the earth came and he took on a a human body and he came to serve us. He served us in many ways. But I'm going to just give you some thoughts out of uh, Matthew chapter 20, verse 28. It says, for even the son of man did not come expecting to be served by everyone, but to serve everyone. And it goes on to say, to give his life in exchange for the salvation of many. He wants it for all. Not everyone will receive it, but I'm here to tell you he came to serve us salvation. Amen? But notice here, he came to serve us hope, a a future, healing and deliverance, and leadership and training. Just for a moment, let me just explain. First of all, we're all hopeless without Jesus Christ. I, I, I've been in, I, in the last four weeks, I've been in four funerals. 
And so whenever you think about, in the last two weeks, I've conducted two of those four, and when you're in funerals, it makes you, it makes you aware of eternity and how short, how short life is here on this earth. And I'm here to tell you that life is like a vapor, it's here for a very short time. And so Jesus came, he came to serve us so that when this life con- concludes, we have a hope and we have a future. Amen? And I'm here to tell you, we have a hope and a future here on this earth. But I'm here, this, this earth is so quick, it's here and it's gone. Uh, my uncle, he just passed this, uh, this, this month, I mean this week also. So a number of people have passed that, uh, that have went on into eternity. And I'm here to tell you, Jesus came, he gave of his life so that he could serve us hope and a future. Amen. And I'm going to I'm going to tell you one of the things that I said in in both of these funerals is that when 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 those that have passed if they could speak to us today they would say live for Jesus with all your life because this is so much better than I could have ever imagined. You remember that song? I could only imagine. I see that's it. We can only imagine. But in heaven the reality is that we get to experience it. And Jesus came to give us a hope and a future. Jesus went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. So he brought, he brought healing and deliverance. The Bible says that Jesus came to set the captives free. Do you know that if you're not walking with Jesus, that you are bound to something most likely to sin? No, not most likely, you are bound to sin. And he came to set you free from that sin that has bound you and kept you and held you and is leading you to places that you don't even want to go. And then he's also came, he also came to give us leadership and training. Thank God that we can understand the word of God, that he can reveal the word of God to us so that we can live a life that he's intended. And when we live God's word, that's the best life that we could possibly live. Amen? And so, uh, the, set, the, the next thing I want to share with you is that he came to save us. He came to save us. Not only to serve us, but he came here to save us. What did he come to save us from? He came to save us. Uh, and let me give you 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 15. It says this, This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance that Christ Jesus came into this world to save sinners and Paul the Apostle, the writer of the most of the New Testament, said, and I am the chief of sinners. And so he came to save us from these three things. Let me give it to you real quick. He came to save us from the devil. He came to save us from sin. And he came to save us from self-destruction. Without Jesus Christ, we are out to destroy our lives. The Bible says that the wages of sin is death. It ends in destruction. I, I tell you, I was at a place in my life prior to knowing Jesus Christ where my life would have probably ended in a very short time. I had drank. I was a very bad alcoholic. I drank so much that my eyes had already started to turn yellow because of the deterioration of my liver. And then after I came to know the Lord, and five days later after coming to know Him, I got filled with the Holy Spirit and delivered, and my eyes turned white. And God liberated me and set me free. Thank God. Set me free from self-destruction. 
set me free from the devil. The devil is out to kill, steal, and destroy. How does he do that? He gets us away from God. God with us. If we, You know, the Bible says we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And with God, nothing is impossible. But you, the, the key is being with God. We've got to walk with God in order to have God be who he wants to be in our lives. And so we need to understand that. And so the next thing that he came to do is he came to send us. He came to not only serve us, thank God, that's very humbling to think that Jesus came to serve us, still serving us today. Do you know that he's serving you right now? He's serving you by giving you the word through, through his body, the body of Christ, through, through this church. It's serving you so that you can have a better life, a God kind of life. The Bible says that he wants you to have an abundant life. He's still serving us. Not only did he come to serve us, but he came to save us, and he also came to send us. And he wants us to reflect him here on this earth. He wants us to be sent. You know that every one of us have a call of God on our life to be used by God. Some of you may be doing this uh, like I am. On a, 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 I don't like to say in a full-time basis because we, there should be no part-time Christians. We ought to be all doing this full-time. Come on now. You going to help me preach? I love it when my, my grandkids start ta- talking about Jesus. And by the way, there's no age limit. You can be sent at any age. And so notice here in John 17, it says this. John 17, it says, As, I, as you sent me, Jesus is speaking, he says, Father, as you sent me into the world, I also send them into the world. What are we sent to do? It goes on to say, and I send... And you sent me into the world. Oh, you just repeated. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. Well, what did, what, did, what did he do? He came to send us into the world to be his witnesses, to be his salt, and to be his light. Witnesses, you know, if you've ever been on a witness stand, they want you to tell what you've experienced and what you've said, uh, seen. And so as a witness of Jesus Christ... God has sent us, once we've experienced life, once we've experienced Jesus, found freedom, discovered his purpose, and have made a life-giving difference, he wants us to be his witness to tell other people about what he's done in our life. You don't need to know the whole Bible. All you need to know is what he's done for you. Has he saved you? Has he delivered you? I'm sure he has in some area. Has he helped you? Well, he wants you to be a witness. He wants you to say it so that people can hear it. And then he wants us to not only be a witness, but he wants us to be salt. Salt is something that you taste. And and he wants us to be tasteful to this world. So the Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. And how many of you know that God's good? And if you don't think he's good, it's just because you've not tasted the real God. I remember how it was when I lived for the God of this world, which is the devil. But I live for God, the creator, the heavens and the earth. And he's given me life and he's given it to me more abundantly. He's given me a peace that passes all understanding. He's given me a joy unspeakable. 
He's given me people to be able to do life and ministry with. There's so many things, but most importantly, he's given me a personal relationship with himself that every day I can walk with him, I can follow him, and he can make a big difference no matter what age. Folks, this is for every one of us. And so we want to make sure that we're tasteful to those that don't know Jesus Christ so that they will want whatever it is that we have. And then we're to be light. Today, you know you have candles sitting in all these chairs. And uh, today we're going to be lighting those candles as as a symbol of not only who Jesus Christ is in our life, the Bible says that he is, in, he is light and in him there is no darkness. And the word Christian means to be Christ-like. Therefore, what should we be if not light to this world? We ought to reflect Jesus and we need to let our light shine. How many of you ever heard of that before? There's actually a song, song like that and I'm not going to sing it. You want me to? It's not going to happen. Talking about ugly t-shirt, ugly singing is worse. Okay? So I'm not going to sing. But we're to be light so that people can see. I remember I didn't know I was walking in darkness until I experienced light. I thought the way I was living was how everybody else lived. I thought that this was the way to live. I didn't know that there was a different way to live. Of course, I knew there was other people that, you know, had different cultures and that type of thing. But I didn't know that living God's way and living by his word was so fabulous and so good until I experienced light in somebody else's life. And God wants us to be light here on this earth. And so that's why we're here today. To recognize God with us. He's with us to serve us. To save us. And to send us to, out into this world and to be the light to this world. Amen? Yeah. Bow your heads, would you please? Perhaps you're here today.